On this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about love. And I know as you're hearing me say this, you're thinking to yourself, girl, you talk about love all the time. What are you talking about? You talk about love all the time. That's all you talk about. Love, love, love. <laughs> I just, I, I want to talk about it because I'm on this mission right now. And it's a mission that I've accepted for the rest of my life. And that mission is to fill my life with so much love that that anybody that comes in contact with me can experience that love. And through that love, experience God. I truly do strive to be somebody who resonates love and kindness and compassion and empathy for others. And I realize in this kind of world that we live in right now, how dangerous that can be. I've even, at certain points in my life, I've heard me talk about it before. Like I said, it's been my willingness to shower other people with love has had me in some very destructive situations before. But I, I feel that through learning how the proper definition of love and what that looks like and what that means and how I can do more on my part to convey it to others through learning all of that I feel that God has taught me how to still shower the people around me with love but not to a self-destructive extent not to the extent where I will just be willingly letting myself be taken advantage of or disrespected or just flat out unappreciated like I'm not even unappreciated because at the end of the day it happens there are times when you know people will at times make you feel unappreciated but when it comes to something that you do out of love although it is great to have that appreciation when you do something out of love it has nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with wanting to show some compassion and some kindness to another person just simply because you can. And I think that this world that we live in today, not only does it give so many different definitions for love, but it also like kind of discourages people from even engaging in love altogether. Like we've, I feel like at certain times we have I feel like in certain instances, we as a, as a society have sort of put the kibosh on love, so to speak. Like we've sort of made love into this thing that makes you weak. And that, you know, is something that should be avoided even. Like it's something that comes with, the way people frame it, it's something that comes with all these negative attributes that you can just choose if you just choose not to love or you just choose not to be loving you can avoid all that and and it's crazy to me because what God has taught me that love is through me seeking relationship with God through me asking him to teach me God what is love God you are love so I know that you can teach me what love is so teach me God what is love and not only what is love 
but how do I convey love? How do I show love? How do I, in a healthy way, how do I give other people my love? How do I give other people the part of me that is you? Because that's, that's truly where I operate from. I truly believe that God and love are one and the same. I don't know about nobody else, but that's how I think. God and love are one and the same. It says it right there in the good book for all you traditional folks, all you uh, 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 traditional, uh, you know, religious folks. It say it right there in the good book. God is love. And it also tells you what love is supposed to be. Love is supposed to be patient. Love is supposed to be kind. I mean, do I need to pull out the scripture? Matter of fact, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I might as well. I might as well just go ahead and pull out the scripture. Because I feel like we, we, we get so caught up in what the world wants love to be. What makes sense to the world. What the world can conceptualize as love. What people can conceptualize as love through their very tainted experiences through other human beings and not all of them are tainted but a lot of for a lot of people if they get enough of that that kind of tainted experience or that kind of fractured or uh, misrepresentation of what love is supposed to be it's so easy for 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 those and because i've been there at, at one point as well and it's and i know how easy it is for you to believe that love just don't exist or it's not worth all the the, the hard work and the and the, the patience and the, and the and the truly having to figure it out, truly having to take the time to figure it out and and really truly understand it before you can just be out here giving it away. It's because you don't have a true understanding of what love is. You can't fit love in a box. You can't trim it and edit it and make it what you want it to be. Love is love. Love is love. First Corinthians 13 and 1. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. And it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. That is what love is. As, as, as simple and as concise as that verse is. God has told us what love is. If you're somebody who, who again, you have a hard time believing in this good book. Because I know y'all exist. I know it's a lot of y'all out there who really feel like and, and, and don't get me wrong, I understand why you feel that way. Because nobody ever taught you how to utilize the word for you. Nobody ever taught you that in order for you to understand how to truly utilize the word, that you have to first develop relationship with God so that he can direct you. So that he can point out to you, this is what I need for you to get from this. But because you've always been dictated to on what you should be doing with your word and how you should be, you know, responding to it, what you should be gaining from it. Because, you, you know, you've gotten into this traditional routine of allowing others to pick the verses that you read. Instead of actually developing relationship with God and, and, and 
when he puts something on your mind, you go to the word and you search for the verses that correlate with that. That's how that works. That's how studying your word works, if you didn't know that. But a lot of people don't because they don't have relationship. And so when you see a Bible verse, you, you it's, it's like reading Chinese, if you're not familiar with Chinese anyway. It's because you, you've not yet gained the kind of perspective, the kind of context needed to know how to utilize your word. And I'm not even sitting up here trying to dictate nothing to you today. I'm just telling you what God put on my heart. Because like I always say, I ain't nobody's preacher, nobody's minister, nobody's prophet, none of that. I'm simply a vessel. I'm simply a witness to the glory of God. But as God has been teaching me about love and how to love and how to be loved, the thought crossed my mind, well, God, what is love? And immediately, immediately, something within myself said, go to my word. I told you what love was. I told you what love was when you were six. I, 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 I defined what love was for you as a child. And I don't know why. I don't know why. And I think again, y'all hear me say this almost every episode. God is so like amazing when it comes to the way he pieces together your life. Because I, I keep telling y'all every time I think about how God reveals something to me, I realize he told me this before or he showed me this before. He gave me a glimpse of this before. And I don't know why it's always stuck with me for so long. But now it makes sense. When I, I, I felt that with inside myself, when I felt God say, go to my word, it was almost like muscle memory to go and find this. I didn't even, I, I, I kid you not, I did not even know what verse it was, but I knew what the verse said. Because I remember as a child, every Thursday night, we would go to Bible study and they had an adult class and they had a kid's class. And for whatever, and my, of course, my grandmother, she taught um, the kid's class on Thursday night. She taught the kid's Bible study class on Thursday night. So, you know, I was there every single Thursday. On time, a lot of times early, a lot of times like I already know what the lesson was that night. I was on it. But I just, when God told me that, when God showed me that and directed me to his word, I, I just kept, I pictured a moment in my mind that I, again, I, I just, it's something that I always refer back to in my memories. But I, I could see in my mind, me sitting in my grandmother's Thursday night kids Bible study class and her having us read that verse love is patient love is kind those were also the lyrics to a song that we sang when I was in choir love is patient love is kind but I thank God for putting that on my heart and directing me to his word because that's not the end of that verse as you just heard me read, there's there's more to, to, to that. Love is not only patient and kind, but it doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It's not proud. It's not rude. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered, and it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. 
This verse begins with love is patient and love is kind. It's so crazy to me how this world has taken love and turned it into this thing that's like so like this is gonna get so deep but like I feel like today there are so many misguided people who don't know what love is because one they don't have relationship with God therefore they don't have any of the foundation to truly understand or to truly be you know accepting of God's teaching and God's guidance and God's direction when it comes to love. Like people, you don't, you know, people tell that joke all the time, um, especially on like Instagram. Like I see every time Shade Room posts Sierra and Russell Wilson, the first thing people say is, "CC, what's the prayer? Sierra, what's the prayer, sis?" I um, if in, in case you didn't know, you can pray exactly what she prayed word for word, but if you don't have relationship. You're not going to know how to how to receive any of that. And that's just being real. It don't matter if she tell you word for word her every prayer. If you don't have relationship and you're not willing to do what God requests of you and learn what God needs you to learn so that you can know what love looks like when you see it, it don't matter. It don't matter. And it's also funny to me because patience and kindness, those are the very things that people despise about the idea of love. Especially today. It seems like everything is on a on a like love is this it's this it's this this game. Like it's so funny because I had this conversation with with some guy, some guy friends, uh, 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 like a week, uh, a week or so ago, just kind of talking about, you know, relationships in general, and like, just talking to this guy, and he was just like adamant about the fact that, like, this whole love and relationship thing is a game. It's a, it's a game. Like, and you, and you have to play the game. He said that word for word. He was like, you have to play the game. You have to play the game. Nowhere in that verse did God tell us that love was a game. He didn't tell us that love was a gamble. He didn't tell us that love was a trap. He, like all these things that the world tries to tell you that love is. He didn't tell you that love was transactional. He didn't tell you that love was a bargain, that it was a negotiation. Like love is patient. And it's kind and it and it it doesn't like the world has no idea what love is so why allow the world to teach you about love if i'm being fully honest with you i don't care for none of these like and like i said that's the, and i feel like it, 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 this place plays a part in it as well all of these these different internet relationship experts and gurus quote unquote all of these people who swear they got they got love and partnership and relationships down to a T. All of these random people on the internet swearing they know exactly how to have a a a a loving, healthy relationship. And they can teach you how to do it for a, for a small fee of $59.99 for their next book. 
you can pay him a, a, a nice little fee to come out and do a little seminar to teach you how to love. I want to let you in on something. God doesn't charge you to teach it to you. You just got to ask. It's very simple. You just have to ask God to teach you how to love and how to be loved and how to convey love to others in a healthy way. As I always am, I'll be a hundred. I'm definitely still learning the depths and the complexities of love. Cause y'all have heard me say it a million times. When God teaches me something, he does not fail to be intricate. It's all get out. God is a very detailed teacher. He's very thorough. I'm not even sitting up here pretending that I know everything there is to know about love. God is still teaching me. I can acknowledge that. He's definitely still teaching me. But as God teaches me what love is, I look around and I see such a lack of it in so many places, in so many people. Sometimes it's, it's, it's kind of discouraging. It's kind of frightening, especially coming from a place where, again, because I'm still learning and, and, and it's, it's very difficult to be the kind of person that I am who like I don't know why I'm, I don't know why God made me this way I can't I, I don't know that he, he either I don't need to know or he just ain't revealed it to me yet I don't know why God made me this way but I believe in love that is unconditional I believe in love that is chuck full of kindness like everything that I've read in that verse just about it's chuck full of kindness and and patience for other people and understanding and and and, and it's, it's it's not something that I have to be envious about like it's, it's and again because I'm the kind of person who I try I try so hard to make everybody around me feel loved feel cared for it kind of scares me when I run into people who just like have none of that desire because it it it, it puts me in a position where I have to be willing to love and I want to say this correctly because I don't want it to sound like I'm again I'm, I'm willing to be taken advantage of or disrespected or you know unappreciated but there are a lot of times when God requires us to love when to us ourselves it makes no sense why should I love this person this person does not deserve my love this person has not given any indication that they neither want or have the potential to reciprocate this love so why am I giving it to them why do they deserve this from me? Why does this person deserve my love? If they have no intention of meeting me with love, why should I why should I meet them with love? If they have if they have no idea what love actually is. And so when they look at me, they have no idea what my love is or what it looks like because they have no actual concept of love. Why even bother? Why even try? Because I know what it's like to, to, to try and love somebody past their own inability to love me. And it didn't always feel good. It made me happy to make that person happy and it made me happy to make that person feel loved and it made me happy to always be that person that somebody could count on and, and, and no was solid and no was loyal and no was dependable. No, it didn't take nothing for you to hit me up and I'm pulling up no matter what it is. 
I know what the, I know what it's like to be that and not have any of that reciprocated. And how how painful that was. How destructive it felt. So so why God? Why do you request of me to to continue loving people? Loving people who have hurt me, caring about people who have disrespected me or devalued me have been unappreciative of all of my efforts in trying to love them trying to give them my love why do you request of me to love still why do you request of me to still be patient and still be kind and still not be envious still not be prideful still not boast you know why God do you know how much it how much it takes to love people? To love humans. It's easy to love you, God, because you're perfect. It's easy to love you. You you constantly blow my mind. You constantly give me new reasons to love you every single day. You're God, God you're a, you're amazing. So you're you of course you're easy to love, God. I don't have to think twice about how much I love you. Nor how much you love me. Because you've shown me time and time again your love for me. But how do I love these humans, God? How do us humans love each other? With all of our imperfections. With all of our misunderstandings and misinterpretations of you. How do we figure out how to love one another? And, and how did that factor in with when it's time to let go? When it's time to either remove myself or remove someone from me? How do I, how do I go about still loving that person? Like, because if it, if, if it truly is my mission to love and give love unconditionally, how do I also know when love is not being given to me? How do I not get so distracted by the, the, the love that I'm trying to give that I overlook the fact that I am not being loved in return? How do I do that? And what does that mean? What do I do with that information? Because again, if, if, if my goal is to love unconditionally, then is it not possible to love a person who does not love me back? Isn't that the definition of unconditional? If not, God, please direct me. Because like I told you, I'm still learning. I'm still figuring it out. I definitely know that when it comes to outright disrespect, that's a lot of times a true indicator of a lack of love. So that's easy to weed out. But outside of that, how do I begin to identify the, the lack of love in my life? And, and what do I do to address it? That's where I am with God right now. I, I, I feel like I keep running up on these, these places in my life where I thought love was or I thought love wasn't. And God is just like slowly one by one turning over all of these stones and revealing love in my life. And where, where 
I can improve on it as well as where I can find it around me. God is in the midst of teaching me unconditional love. And not only what it is, but how I'm meant to give it. How I'm meant to receive it. And what that means for my life. If I am to live a life that is an ode to love, what does that truly look like? I continue to pray for God to provide me with that understanding. I continue to ask God to help not only myself, but everybody else truly figure out what love is and how to give it and how to receive it. Because I truly do, when I look around at the world, I really do see such a lack of it. And I feel like it's why this world is facing so many of the issues that it faces. I truly do feel a lot of times there's just a general lack of love for others, a general lack of kindness and compassion and understanding for others. And I'm not exempt from that, but I, I can promise you I'm really trying. I really am trying. I really am striving for maximum levels of love in every aspect of my life. Like I said, when people encounter me, I want them to feel love instantly. I want, I want to be on that type of level. You can't be around me without feeling some love in the room. Because I know that that means you can't be around me without feeling God. And to feel God, and I mean really feel God, nothing like it. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. And I just want that for all of y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening. I will see you next week and be blessed.